welcome back to Caffeinated and Opinionated. I'm your host, Hillsbills, and this is my third run on this attempt at an episode. Why? Because perfection, I guess. I'm not entirely sure. We'll get to that in a moment. Just a heads up, I am putting this out a little bit later, um, as I was curious if I would get more listens if I put it out during the day versus in the afternoon, so I'm kind of testing that theory to see what works best for releasing a Sunday podcast as opposed to a Saturday podcast, which I'm normally used to. Uh, I'm also recording with AirPods in today as opposed to recording from one of my two mics, and that is solely because it's... I want to see if I can get better audio quality if I have noise-canceling AirPods in as opposed to using um, either the mic that plugs in directly into my phone or the mic that plugs directly into my laptop. So I'm going to take the time to see, but I literally did a whole, um, I, d- I did like a whole 10 minutes on an entire opinion, decided I didn't like where I was going with it and I needed to think it out a little bit more so I could express myself a lot better than I was. So I scrapped it. And decided to go in a different direction. It was just one thing. I, I had a list of about four different things. And that was the one I wanted to scrap. Because I was like, you know, I'm just really not feeling that one. So let's go ahead and get into it. So the first thing I want to talk about. Um, initially it was going to be um, football related. But I figured I wanted to give um, a little bit more time. So that I can word that a little bit better. Because I, I think that currently I am too caffeinated to be able to just go noteless on that topic. Um, And I'm going to need words in front of me that I've written down, notes taken, all that good kind of stuff um, to be able to better express myself. So that's just where we are with that. But what I want to talk about first is craft beer. Um, Now, you may be thinking, okay, why why are we talking about craft beer? Who, Who gives a shit, right? I give a shit. So I am, okay, so when it comes to just food and beverage in general, this doesn't even just pertain to alcohol, but I am not at all a picky eater at all. Like I I will eat almost anything that is normal um, to see in food in most first world type countries, okay? Like I'm not saying I'm going to eat like grasshoppers and crickets, but I will most definitely eat sushi. Um, I will eat, um, you know, steak and chicken and pork and mushrooms and onions. And, you know, I, there's not really much that I won't consume, right? But beverages is where it gets a little tricky. I'm, I'm a picky drinker. I will not drink Coke. I do not like Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb. Um, I don't like sweeter and sweet tea. <laughs> Um, there's, there's a lot of beverages that I really just do not like. Um, and I wanted to talk about craft beer because I feel like so many people shit on craft beer, but as a picky drinker myself, I don't necessarily quite understand it because I think craft beer tastes delicious. Um, now I'm not, I I would say I used to be more of a person who thought I liked IPAs and it's not that I thought that I liked IPAs. It was just, that was like the best thing I tasted at that time. And I felt like if I could get the right IPA, I had no problem with drinking IPA. Um, I'm not someone who is going to sit here and shit on, um, types of beers because there, there is bound to be a Pilsner, a lager, a Porter, a stout, an IPA that I'm going to drink. 
it doesn't matter. You're going to be able to find at least one of those that I will drink out of, you know, all the kinds of beers. And I feel like there are so many, and I feel like this mostly applies to men. Um, because women, I feel like a lot of times, um, w- women, we drink one of two ways. All right. So we're either, oh my God, beer is so gross. And I'm only going to drink this pretty little cocktail and maybe this wine, maybe. And then there's the rest of us bitches that are like, I, I just hand me a drink. Um, I feel like that's, I feel like that's two categories of women on drinking. Okay. And I, I feel like women that are more open to drinking, I feel like we don't really give a shit to try craft beer. We're like, yeah, whatever. We'll just try something. Right. Men, on the other hand, I feel like tend to be so much more picky about their willingness to try craft beer. And this could just really be an this area thing as opposed to, you know, whole world perspective or not whole world, but at least whole country perspective. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm well-traveled in by any means of the words uh, or the phrase, I should say. Uh, however, I have been to, you know, I've been to New York, been to Portland, I've been to, I've been to Atlanta, I've been to Charlotte, been to you know, Chattanooga. So I've been to some cities that are mo- most definitely bigger than where I currently am, um, but I'm not stayed long enough to um, kind of sit here and survey the men's uh, drink beverage or, you know, their uh, beverage choices. Um but I do feel like, at least in this area anyway, I do feel like men tend to stray away from craft beers. And I'm not sure if they think it's because they're um, not manly enough for them or, you know, I don't know if they just really like the taste of piss. But it's so funny that you will find people that will turn their nose up to a beautifully crafted beer so that they can drink, I don't know, like, some of the shitty domestic beers. Now, listen, I'm the type of person who drinks PBR, so I I know. I have no room talking about shitty domestic beers. But I also understand that you need to have at least a couple of shitty domestic beers that you like in your back pocket, or you can at least tolerate, because sometimes you're going to go to bars that don't have options. You know, if you've ever been to Breaking Traditions in Kingsport, you know that their draft is like Blue Moon, Mick Ultra, and like Coors Light. You know, so like I, Blue Moon's one of my top favorite beers. Um, Blue Moon and Shock Top, definitely. But, you know, it's like, let's say they didn't have Blue Moon. So let's say we're looking at Bud Light, Coors Light, Mick Ultra. Like, okay, well, I like Mick Ultra and I like Coors Light to a degree. Bud Light can dance off a cliff. Um, so like, I'd be willing to do one of those. So you have to have at least a couple of like shitty domestic, you know, beers that you'll put in your back pocket. That way you can take those out and drink them when you have to. That being said, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with craft beers. There's nothing more amazing than going into a local place who has beers that are locally crafted and you get to try alcohol made by local companies. And I absolutely love it. Um, It doesn't make you some weird kind of hipster. So if we could just literally get over the weird feeling that we have towards trying, you know, domestic beer or uh, craft beers as opposed to just domestic beers, you know, we might be able to find some deliciousness. Like, honestly, craft beers and going into small local bars, um, I think... Johnson City is, I think, where I found this out about myself. Um, but I really love Stouts and Borders. 
I love beers that are like dark, dark. I absolutely love them. They're delicious. Now, granted, it's not something that I want to drink on all summertime when it's hot outside, but I could literally drink the absolute hell out of some porters and stouts, especially like if you get like a peanut butter milk stout or like a coffee porter. Those are delicious. And I would have never found these things out had I not just given it a try. And so I feel like people that think that they're uncool, and I, I'm not saying that this only applies to men. I'm just saying in this area, I have noticed that it largely applies to men. Um, but you never know what you may actually end up trying and liking if you don't try it and like it. Um, like I said, I recommend everybody try craft beers. Um, because they're delicious. And sometimes you're you're going to go to a place that doesn't have domestic beers. And honestly, those those are my favorite kinds of places um is to go to somewhere that doesn't serve domestic beers and just have what they make in-house or what they get locally. Um and and I just I think it's good to have a good stack of beverages that you like. Um and I'm not talking about this in, in like an alcoholic perspective. So I know everybody's sitting here thinking, wow, that sounds very alcoholic of you. And no, it, you, can, you can drink for pleasure and uh, relaxation and not necessarily to party. So that being said, I would like to say that trying craft beers does not make you uncool. And I feel like everybody should give craft beer a try, especially if you're willing to sit there and drink domestics all night. I feel like at the very least you could give craft beer a chance. That's just me. All right. So one of the other topics I wanted to touch on is, let me get a drink here. Because for some reason, talking for 10 minutes has completely dried up my palate. All right. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about this week was watermelon is basically pumpkin, but for summertime. And you're thinking, what? But how did how did you even come to that conclusion? What drugs were you on? Well, I wasn't. I think I was at work. And I was thinking about how the same people that obsess over pumpkin when it comes to fall time are the same people that obsess over watermelon in the summertime. And uh, it's, it's white bitches. It's white bitches like myself. Okay. Watermelon for us in the summertime is, is the equivalent of pumpkin in the fall time. We're getting all the watermelon drinks. They're alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Um, all the watermelon scented stuff. It's the same as pumpkins. When you when you literally sit there and think about it, it's it's the same concept as pumpkins. We obsess over this shit in the summertime. We obsess over pumpkin in the fall time. So much so that even Captain Morgan, when they made their cannon blast line of rums, had a watermelon blast for the summertime and a pumpkin blast or jacko jacko blast that's what it was called had that in the fall time so i'm not saying that it's the exact same thing but the hype for watermelon in the summertime is the same hype that you see with pumpkin in the fall time and you can tell me that you think i'm wrong but honestly i feel like i'm pretty solid on this opinion here i i honestly feel like that's white bitches same it's the same thing for us watermelon in the summertime pumpkin in the fall time that's just how i see it um, I don't have a lot to say on that one. It's pretty clear cut as far as my opinion on that. But the next thing I wanted to talk about kind of plays off of that. 
and it's how you guys don't think pumpkin is good, okay? Now, I'm not saying this solely from the perspective of a white girl in the fall time. I'm saying this from the perspective of someone who genuinely actually does like pumpkin. Um, Now, I know pumpkin spice lattes, PSL, whatever, it's been blown out of proportion over the last several years, and I completely understand that. That being said, everybody makes fun of me for liking pumpkin, yes, but fun fact, I've, I've had a pumpkin spice latte probably less times than I have actual fingers on one hand. Um, I'm not a huge pumpkin spice latte individual. I do like the pumpkin cold, uh, is it pumpkin cream cold brew? Yeah, that one is delicious. Um, and I like the, you know, pumpkin coffee from, uh, Dunkin' Donuts if they do it correctly and put enough flavor in there so it's not just, you know, watered down coffee milk. Mmm, my favorite. Um, but there's so many people I I feel like that have just gotten this wrong impression on pumpkin because of pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. But in all fairness, pumpkin is actually delicious. If you have never sit down and eaten a spoonful of pumpkin out of the can, and I mean pumpkin puree, I don't mean pumpkin pie filling, I mean actual pumpkin puree. No additives in it, like it's just straight like mm, blended pumpkin, right? It's actually really delicious. Um, if you've never sat down and actually baked a pumpkin in the oven so that you can make your own pumpkin puree, then you don't know. If you've never eaten pumpkin seeds, then you don't know. If you're giving a bad wrapped pumpkin solely for pumpkin spice latte and that's the sheer reason that you hate it, then you're hating it for the wrong reason. What you're hating is the joy that it brings to others this one time of year. Sorry that my seasonal depression only lasts a certain amount of time, and that time doesn't happen to be when the pumpkin spice latte is out. However, shortly after it's gone, of course, there goes my seasonal depression. So stop, stop hating on things that bring other people happiness. Um, I, I, I think avocado toast is very dumb, and avocado tastes really gross, but you don't see me hating on people. I mean, props to you for eating it. I don't know how people can like avocado. I've really tried because I know it's healthy, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and be all like, oh, my God, you're such a dumbass for eating avocado toast. Like, no, I don't care. I'm not eating it, so why do I care? I mean, I'm not going to eat it because, like I said, I don't like avocado. I've tried real hard, and I cannot make myself do it unless it's wrapped up in sushi and I really can't taste it. But, like I said, I'm not going to shit on the things that bring other people joy in life, and I, that, I hate that. Segway, totally not related to this per se. And definitely not a topic I had. I literally hate when people shit on things that make other people happy. That pisses me off. Stop shitting on things that make other people happy. Like genuinely shitting on them. I get teased a lot at work about the pumpkin spice thing. And it's kind of funny. I get it. I totally do. To the point where two of my coworkers brought me containers of pumpkin spice and set them on my desk. That's where it doesn't bother me. It's funny. But when people genuinely want to shit on things that make others happy... Like, why? Nobody's shitting on you for taking your Prozac, Debbie, but here we are. That's the thing that makes you happy. Mm. So please just stop making making people feel like shit for liking things that are harmless. It's really obnoxious and irritating that you would feel the need to do so. Okay, with that being said, the last thing I want to go over is more of... Um, not a political thing 
and it's I went it's definitely not a political thing um maybe a religious thing I'm not entirely sure it may get into a little bit of touchy on religion but I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm not religious I am very agnostic um because without the definite proof of something I'm not gonna just blindly jump in and believe it okay um like I've done that too many times in life fool me once fool me twice and I just kept getting fooled so here we are um what I want to talk about is the ability to feel vibes and energy and you're like that is the dumbest effing thing I think I've probably ever heard but hear me out um I don't know how many of you have ever felt this way but if you're ever somewhere and you just feel an overwhelming negativity in the air, it feels almost electric and not cool, like electric in a bad way. And you just feel, you know, hairs start to stand up and like goosebumps happen and chills and just like sweats and anxiety. And I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way just out of nowhere but you feel the energy shift and you feel the energy change. I don't, I, I feel like that is a real thing. The ability to feel energies and vibes as a person. I feel that I can sense that myself. Um, and not only do I feel that as in the surroundings in the air, you can feel that with people too. You can feel the energy that people are giving off. You can tell what kind of person someone is sometimes only knowing them for less than a couple minutes. You can feel that energy and you can tell what kind of person they are. And I think that's something that's super neat. Um, And I'm not saying that I'm special, that I can feel this and that I'm cool and have powers or anything. I just feel like there's a lot of people that may not necessarily tune into this um, kind of sense or some people that are not emotionally sensitive enough to be able to sense these kinds of things. Um, and I, for one, can definitely tell, you know, what kind of person you are. I totally get, you know, vibes. And granted, I would feel that, I do feel that my guard is up on a couple of things occasionally, more so than others, um, especially with meeting new, um, I'd say especially with meeting men in life. Um, even if it's not a man that it's like a romantic thing, even if it's just meeting like my friend's new boyfriend or, you know, something like that. Super always guarded around like men for some reason. Um, and I feel like it's because for me, men are a little bit harder to read. Women are super easy to read without a doubt. It is so easy to read the energy and vibes that women give off. Um, at least, like I said, at least for me, I feel like men um, are better at hiding emotions So it's um, a little bit more difficult to pick up on, say, certain men's energies um, because they are also very well guarded. Um, But I I do think that it is super duper easy to, um, like I said, read women and just feel those energies. Um, And, you know, sometimes those energies might be something of paranormal. Um, Oftentimes I've considered poltergeist almost even with some previous encounters I've had. Um, around the time that I had a sleep paralysis demon, that was real fun. Um, so, you know, I, I would like to believe that, um, I am one who is sensitive enough to the energies around me, um, whether they are living or not. 
um, I would say that I am sensitive enough to pick up on those energies and feel things in the room, feel shifts, changes, um, sense people's moods, things of that nature. Um, and like I said, I don't feel that everybody that's able to do this is necessarily gifted or special. There's more so I feel like open and in tune with our emotions um, and able to pick up on these emotions of others. Um, but with that being said, I would say that's about all I have on that right now without going even further into energies and vibes, which I might kind of go into a little bit later. And I say that because I, I want to have an entire thing on um, paranormal activity, that kind of thing. So I don't want to get super duper far into the energy and vibes other than me saying that, yes, I do believe that is a thing that can take place and can happen. Um, Because I don't want to get too far into a completely other topic that I want to do an entire new podcast on, right? Or not new podcast, but a new episode of a podcast on. Um, So with that being said, everyone, have a wonderful and safe rest of your Sunday evening. Um, Have a wonderful Labor Day. And um, I will most definitely have another podcast out next Sunday. The time drop will depend on how this one does this week. Um, as opposed to the one from last Sunday and what kind of attention it garners. And we'll go from there. But have a wonderful weekend and goodbye.